passage from Malachi chapter 3. And of course, we know that we very often focus on the tithing and the offering side of Malachi 3. But the whole point of that chapter and and the book of Malachi is about returning um, and being restored in relationship to the Lord. And and uh, particularly the context is around the priesthood and uh, and the priests getting it right. Now, we know that we are, because of 1 Peter um, chapter 2, that we are the priesthood of all believers. So we are priests, and, and the Lord is using each and every circumstance to turn our lives and to turn our hearts back to him. And so in this turning back to him, part of it is in finances. And in the whole thing around, come on, he's, he's, he's giving to the priests, which are us, the keys in which we should relate to the Lord, we should worship him, not just with our lips, but also with our substance. And then he's got that promise that when we're doing these things, he's going to keep famine and he's going to keep pestilence. In other words, of the kind of viral kind of things that are coming against our crops, against our livelihood, against our means of production, all right, against our businesses, our entrepreneurial things. He says he's going to keep the pestilence far from it. And then at the end of of, um, Malachi 3, he says, now once again, you're going to see the distinction between the the righteous and the unrighteous. And the whole context is around um, prosperity, around finances, around provision. And so what the Lord is promising is that there's going to be the distinction. He's going to take care of his own, the priest's, because we're turning back to him in this lockdown period has been absolutely amazing for us to take time to focus on the Lord, take time in the word um, and, and to, in a sense, hit a, an opportunity for a retreat, a spiritual retreat and a renewal time in the Lord. And so as we're returning to him, which is the whole context is, hey, return to me as we honor the Lord. He's going to keep the pestilence away from us, and he's going to cause us to rise above. Okay, guys, this is this is the thing that gives us hope and gives us confidence as entrepreneurs, as business people, um, whatever the case might be that we're involved in. But the Lord is going to use this opportunity to accelerate us. I mean, it's the most bizarre thing from a natural point of view that this world crisis you know, for, for a lot of people, it's kind of, oh, despair and hopelessness. And, and we could join that mindset and we could become uh, depressed in our thinking with regards to our finances. But the Lord has for his people, his priests, us, he's got a different outcome in mind for us. And so he's given us the prophetic word, guys, I'm going to bring about, I'm going to restore double. And not only that, Through all of this, because we're returning to him, he's going to cause a distinction. It's like cream on the top of the milk, guys. Do you remember the old days when they used to deliver milk in bottles and they'd put it on your doorstep? And the guys would deliver like about four or five in the morning. And by the time you got out, you know, at six or whatever it was, six, seven in the morning and you got your milk, there was this beautiful layer of cream on the top of the bottle of milk. It had sort of risen to the top, and you could see there was a distinction between the milk 
you know, full fat milk. We used to believe in good things in those days and the cream sitting on the top. And, you know, this is the picture I keep returning to, that we're going to rise like cream onto the top. And, and, and this is God's plan and purpose for us. So I just wanted to encourage us that as Daryl now takes us through a number of, of practical things and, and bits and pieces of advice here, but our, our position is not one of hopelessness. Because we are in him, we are his possession, our position is one of hopefulness, all right? And so as we're approaching these things, we're looking with the eye of faith. Lord, you've hidden these things from the wise and the learned of this world and of this age, but you're revealing it to the children. Hey, we are his children. He's revealing the secret things of the kingdom to us. That's why we have the edge in business. That's why this is a great time to be alive, guys. Absolutely great time. You're going to see the Lord's favor and his anointing come on you as we return to him and we, we stay in a place of faith and trusting in him because we can't do it in our own strength. It's not our wisdom. It's not our business smarts. We can do all, everything that's good and right to steward well, but we're going to see the Lord come through and take us to the next level. So just one quick testimony um, from one of our connect groups um, just, just yesterday. So I just love this one. So one of our guys was um, working in the banking institution and he got retrenched in December. And, um, and so, you know, I've got a reasonably good package, but, you know, retrenchment is never lacquer. And, um, and this guy's wife com uh, completed uh, some of her studies and then she got a significant promotion in her, her work, which is fantastic. But still, you know, getting to this lockdown, this is not great. So would you believe it? During this last month, that same banking institution, a different um, section, division within, within that institution, contacted him and said, we want you, um, we've got a job for you. So one, one interview online and then went silent. Then they come back and said, yes, definitely, we want you. Here's the job. And um, what you were earning before, we're going to give you a 10% increase. Now, come on, guys, who's heard of a 10% increase in this time? Yeah, he said, actually, you know what? I was thinking more of a 20% increase. They came back to him very quickly and they said, right, you are, 20% increase, and would you please start on the 1st of May? Come on, guys. <laughs> this is, I, I, I just, I mean, I'm just like weeping. But this is exactly what we've been saying. You know, the world says, you know, you can have a 5% increase and then you're doing exceptionally well because, you know, inflation is around about that level. You know, 5% would have been great. 10% would have been double that. How about 20%? Guys, this is what we're talking about. God is doing extraordinary things for his children during this time. Uh, you know, and, and the thing about testimony is, Lord, if you can do it for this person, you can do it again. It's possible. We, we don't know how you're going to do it. But that's why you are God and we are not. So, oh, guys, I don't know. I'm just so moved by what the Lord is doing and what he's wanting to do. Folks, come on, let's keep encouraging each other. These are going to be amazing times. So bless you guys. Thanks for tuning in. And I'm going to hand over to Daryl. 
what I'm really hoping that um, as we progress in the next few months, um, because, you know, from stage five to stage four, um, you know, this whole process is going to take quite a long time that we would have a, a number of these online sessions because we won't be able to gather in groups of more than 10 for many months to come. Um, and so Daryl's going to be um, helping to facilitate and pull this together with a, a couple of other senior business people. So thanks, Daryl. Really appreciate all that you're doing. And uh, over to you. Thanks, John. Hey, well, good morning, everyone. Maybe you can just give me a thumbs up as well if you're hearing me. I'm jealous that John got all those thumbs up. So, <laughs> awesome. It's good to good to be together. And um, yeah, as John mentioned, I think we'll be we'll be looking uh, to to grow and expand this type of you know gathering, interaction, uh, support, prayer, care for one another in these uh, very interesting times that we're we're navigating. Um, so, yeah, as John mentioned, we just want to share a couple of practical things and, uh, and then we'll, I'll end with um, sharing a, a document where we, we got a, a couple of these thoughts from, uh, from a church in PE. So I'll share that on the chat uh, at the end and encourage you guys to, to have a look at that and, and just work through it. There's some, some really good, just practical sound um, advice in there that you know, Rob Chubb founded and passed it on to us. We thought it would be, be helpful to pass it on to you guys. So couple of thoughts I'm going to pull from there and, and one or two other places uh, just to, to hopefully encourage us um, this morning. So I think as John's been, been starting out, the, the best place for us to start as business people in, in trying to figure out the, 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 the map or the road forward is to start right and that's to start with the Lord. Um, you know, Proverbs chapter 3, 5 and 6, it says, acknowledge the Lord in everything you do and he will direct your path. And so as we continue to, to let the Lord remain central and focused in everything that we do, let's trust him that he's going to guide our path um, in, these, in these days as we, we literally go into uh, economic times that, that the world has never seen before. And so I really encourage us as, as believers that we do keep the Lord as central and as key in everything that we are doing. Um, just a quick side note, I know a couple of you guys are asking if we are recording. Um, we are, I am trying to record, and it says that I'm recording, so we'll try a uh, podcast or email us out to you guys uh, after the, the fact, um, So just so you guys are aware of that. Um, yeah, another scripture um, is, is Matthew 6, 20, 27. Uh, that we we don't worry, we don't stress, and you know it says, "What what good is it to worry? Is it going to add any any time to your life?" No, no, it's not. Uh, um, and then I'm sure we're all familiar with with Philippians chapter four: "Do not worry, do not be anxious, uh, but but lift these worries, these anxieties to the Lord in prayer." And so I encourage you guys as well. Let's let's continue to be praying for uh, your business, for your your company, for your your fellow employees, for your customers, for your suppliers. Let's continue to be praying for, for one another um, in these days. But yeah, the, the key in that first point is let's keep the Lord central to everything that we do. I know it's so simple and so basic, but I, I think when uh, we, we find ourselves in this kind of tornado, sometimes you, you, you don't think rationally and uh, and you can make poor decisions. And so let's just keep that as the central foundation of everything that we do, that we put the Lord central to, to everything. Second point I, I want to touch on, uh, we've got 
just seven points I'm going to encourage us with this morning. Uh, our second point is to not make rushed decisions. Uh, and I know we might be under pressure from uh, suppliers or, you know, or money, whatever it might be. Uh, you might be being, be being pressurized to, to make hurried decisions. And I want to encourage us, let's not make rushed decisions in these, in these days. Uh, remind you of, of Colossians, um, as, as we spend lots of time going through Colossians. Uh, Colossians 3.15, it says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Uh, and this, this speaks of uh, the peace of God being like an umpire to guide and to, to lead you in making good decisions. And so as you're holding up a decision before the Lord um, or any business decision, make sure that you have that peace of, of the Lord in your heart before you go ahead and make that decision. Uh, I encourage you, if you haven't got peace then, then hold off making a decision until you have the peace of God, um, you know, resounding in your heart and in your mind, uh, that that will guide you in making good and godly decisions. Now, Proverbs um, 19, verse 2, it says, whoever makes haste with his feet misses his way. And so, yeah, encourage us. Let's, let's take uh, time to also get input from, from leaders, from community connect group leaders from, from other folk that are on this business forum uh, to get advice, sound advice before making decisions if there are difficult decisions that, that need to be made. And I think every single one of us is gonna be facing uh, decisions in the, the coming uh, days, weeks, months that are gonna be extremely difficult. And so there's wisdom um, in, in you know, good advice. It's uh, Proverbs 11, verse 14, where there is no guidance of people for, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. And so part of the, the reason of us establishing uh, and being a lot more intentional about this Breakthrough Business Forum is what we're calling it. And uh, I mean, we've, we've kind of been establishing this for about three years now, but it's just been a small, quiet thing in the background. And we will very intentionally be uh, giving this a lot more uh, attention, a lot more focus, and uh, be creating structures for us to engage with one another as business people to continue to encourage, uh, care, support one another. And so we, we're gonna provide a, a wineskin, a structure, so to speak, for there to be an abundance of counselors uh, that will uh, bring safety to all of us. And so that, that's our intention. And I'll, I'll at the end just mention one or two things of, of what we'll be doing to facilitate this. And, uh, and yeah, we'll be, uh, developing that further as we move forward. So let's get a little bit more practical now. So the, the third thing I wanna to just touch on is for us as business people, as individuals, but I think uh, a large majority of us on this call here are, are actual business owners. And so a key for us in, in this time is to manage our cash flow and to manage it extremely well. And so we want to manage our, our income and we also want to manage our outflow. So let's, let's touch on a couple of thoughts on, on income. You know, how can we get income when, when we're in this complete lockdown? So a couple of thoughts around that. You might have uh, customers who owe you money and, uh, and they're just saying, well, we're not going to pay because we haven't got money. Or uh, I'm sure many of us sit in that boat and a lot of, especially big business, have just stopped making payments. Um, so perhaps you want to consider giving settlement discounts. Uh, I think if a, a big business is, is looking at, you know, who, who they owe money to, if, if they can get a discount, they're probably going to prioritize paying you first 
if you're offering them a, a discount. So that's just a, a small practical thing that can maybe help you get get cash in um, instead of you know being stubborn and saying, no, this is what it's worth. And so I'm not gonna, gonna offer anything. And, uh, and then you end up going to the bottom of the payment list or maybe don't even get paid because the company liquidates or who knows what, what might happen. Um, so another thought on that is to possibly restructure your payment terms with customers. Maybe you, you had you know 60 day accounts or whatever it is, uh, it might be a time to renegotiate those payment terms wherever possible. Um, if you're, if you're involved in sales, encourage you guys to, to keep uh, running promotions during this time of lockdown. Uh, I read an article a day or two back that, that customers that, or so, um, companies that, that continue to market in these, these days, uh, coming out of lockdown uh, will, will be more prevalent and, and customers will be thinking of, of you because you've, you've been on their social media post or whatever it is that you do your marketing. And so they'll, they'll come to you possibly before going to anyone else because you're in the front of their mind. And so let's not um, you know, fall back on those promotions and possibly you wanna run promotions if you're involved with sales where, where, where customers can place an order now at a discounted rate if they pay now for then delivery uh, you know, post uh, the lockdown. So that'll possibly enable you to get sales and get income uh, now, even though you know you're only going to be supplying the product uh, later on. Um, and then if there are um, customers that, that owe you money again, just uh, let's gently but, but firmly, let's knock and keep on knocking on their doors. Uh, I think, uh, uh, you know, big companies that, that, that are trying to figure out who they should pay first or any company trying to figure out who they should pay, if you keep uh, gently bothering them, they're probably going to pay you first because you're, you're starting to irritate them and they want to not be bothered by you all the time. And so obviously you want to do that with, with gentleness and, and care. But, um, but yeah, let's, let's not just leave it and ignore it. Let's, let's keep gently reminding them saying, hey, just following up, you know, when do you think I'll, I'll receive this payment for this invoice? Um, and, and just keep knocking on their door. So a couple, those are a couple of thoughts on, on, on getting income during these days and, and, and managing the income part of, of your cash flow. I think the outflow is, is, is a critical thing for all of us to look at. And there's probably some, some uh, you know, smart and, and quick decisions we can make to, to cut costs. Uh, and I'd encourage all of us to, to run through your accounts, run through all of your expenses and anything that's not essential that can be cut uh, that, that you look at cutting those things in these days. So yeah, aggressively let's reduce non-essential operating expenditure. Um, so one of the ways I think that we can all do this is to, to work through your insurance policy. If, if you've got insurance policies, uh, just get a printout of everything that you've got covered in that insurance. Perhaps there's an old cell phone, an old computer, uh, who knows what's on there that, that perhaps you forgot about and, and you're still paying insurance on that. So, so work through that. Anything that, that you know, is no longer necessary, cut it from your insurance policy. Um, you know, when it comes to, to placing orders for, for stock that you might need, don't overorder. Um, order you know, just in time so that you, you get what you need just in time. I think that's the, the best business practice for, for moving forward that we don't end up sitting with uh, massive amounts of stock unnecessarily 
because that's your cash flow just tied up sitting in your your warehouse or whatever it is so so let's look for for getting you know restructuring how you go about placing orders and your, your management of, of stock if you are involved with, with stock in any way. Uh, when it comes to, to making purchases, uh, let's renegotiate prices. I was chatting to, to a friend a day or two back and um, he, he got a, a job and, and the guy said to him, listen, we've got this potential job, but we can, we can only pay Corona prices. <laughs> so it might become a, a catchphrase, Corona pricing. Uh, which basically means it, it's it's discounted, but I think I think a lot of companies will rather get some income and make some sales at a reduced rate than than not make any sales. So, and, and I think you know a lot of you guys probably have established um, you know payment terms with a lot of your 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 companies that you're doing business with, and so renegotiate with them. I'm sure a lot of these companies will be doing massive sales during these days, and so renegotiate your pricing. Uh, that you can can get discounts as well. Yeah, so those are a couple of thoughts. I think anything that's an expenditure that you can cut, let's look to to cut those things and and drop your expenses as aggressively as as possible. Uh, the fourth point is is don't put your head in the sand. Uh, we no one can can pretend or, or think that it's just going to carry on as business as usual when we come out of this lockdown. Um, it's not going to be business as usual. I think the, the, the business world that we've known is completely changed and it will remain completely changed uh, possibly forever. And so we need to be smart and we need to be talking, we need to be engaging. And so a couple of areas where we need to uh, be, be talking and not just be living in ignorance and, and think that everything's going to carry on as normal. So if you've got staff, talk to your staff. Uh, you know, I think there, there's possibly some of us who, who are going to be in a position where we're not able to, to pay salaries. And so talk to your staff sooner rather than later, engage with them, negotiate with them, uh, get them involved in the process. Perhaps they've got ideas that, that can help your business uh, not only survive, but thrive in these days. And so bring them in on, on this journey with you. Don't exclude them and, and think you have to uh, run things all by yourself. Um, you know, explain to them your financial situation, whatever that might be. Uh, it might be that you have to cut salaries by uh, whatever percentage now so that you can stay alive when you come out of the lockdown. And so talk to the staff, get them involved in, in the process and in the discussions and, and, and plan a way forward together. Obviously, the decision, if you are the, the, the business owner, lies with you, the final decision. But let's get them involved in the process and let's talk. Uh, that you don't just end up, you know, finding yourself in a situation in a month or two months' time where you can't afford to pay salaries and you say, all right, well, we have to retrench or whatever the case might be. So, so talk to them. Uh, if you've got a banker, talk to your banker. Engage with them. Let them know what, what your financial position is, what the company's position is. Uh, renegotiate. Um, uh, I saw for F&B this morning, they pushed out notification uh, probably to, to all of their clients that, that they're offering uh, different payment terms and uh, different options. So, yeah, I encourage you guys, chat to your banker, renegotiate um, outstanding debts and, and whatever it might be, uh, but talk to them. Don't just uh, pretend that, there's, that everything's going to carry on as normal. Uh, talk to folk that you owe money to, other um, you know, businesses that you've got accounts with, if you owe them money, 
uh, chat to them, let them know where you stand, uh, perhaps uh, ask if they might offer settlement discounts to you, but engage with, with customers that, that you owe money to as well. Um, if, if you're uh, a tenant and you, you have, have a offices or a warehouse that you're renting, uh, chat to your landlord. Um, I think a lot of companies will be, will be offering discounted rentals. And so a couple of suggestions on negotiating a rental in these days is, is perhaps ask for ask that your um, deposit can be used as uh, your rental for the month of April or May or whatever the case might be. Uh, perhaps negotiate a 50% discount on, on your, your rental and, and maybe they'll allow you to just have a discount because they're extremely generous. But otherwise, it's more of a cash flow management. So ask for 50% discount um, for maybe the next three months and that then negotiate that you will pay back the, the balance over the remainder of your, your um, rental term so that you're, you're paying back that 50% over the next uh, you know, 12 months or whatever it might be. So, so look, at, look at options where you can reduce your, your rental um, for the, the immediate term right now to help you with your cash flow. So those are a couple, couple thoughts um, around just talking to the different, different stakeholders who might be involved in, in your business. The fifth point, and, and I think one of the most important points for, for all of us, especially as, as children of, of the King, is to innovate. Uh, we've got the mind of Christ. He has the solutions to all of the problems that we're seeing, and let's engage with him. Let's be praying. Let's be asking for, for blueprints, for downloads, for, for heavenly solutions, for new ideas, new inventions, uh, that we will be on the forefront of innovating during this time. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, John's been, been sharing on this a, a bunch and we've been talking about this. Uh, and so really we feel so strongly that this is a time for us to be um, innovating and, and not just continuing with business as usual. Um, I was reading up on, on Alibaba, they, the, the Chinese uh, online company. So they were founded in, in 1999. Uh, I think they started as a business to business online platform and, and they started developing their business to consumer platform uh, around the 2000, well, they were ready to launch, I think 2002, 2003. And if you guys remember, that was when the SARS pandemic broke out. Um, they, were, they, they were just about ready to launch. They, they launched during the SARS pandemic, I think it was, uh, I forget the guy's name, I think it's Jack Ma, the, the CEO and the founder. They all moved into his apartment, the kind of the, the executive, so that they could, during the SARS pandemic, when they were self-isolating, they continued to work to, uh, to finalize their business to consumer platform. It's called Tabao or something like that. I don't know how the, the, the pronunciation is exactly. Uh, but they managed to launch just in time. Uh, and it was 2003 that they turned around to become a profitable business. Um, eBay had, had launched in China uh, slightly earlier uh, than, than uh, Alibaba was, but Alibaba, because they launched, they were local in China and, and they completely uh, destroyed eBay. eBay eventually left China and, uh, and they ended up becoming, I think they're now the world's largest retailer, if I'm not mistaken. They were one of the pioneers that, that, that pioneered business to consumer online purchasing. Um, and so they, 
They, they continued to innovate during that pandemic back in 2002, 2003, and uh, it paid off massively for them. And so I think that there's a, a few points in there in their story that we can learn from. And the first thing is, of course, to continue to innovate. Uh, but the second point that I think for any of us that are involved in sales, uh, you know, I think business direct to consumer is going to be a key for us uh, moving forward. If you can cut out the middleman, I think it's, it's something that you should consider. Obviously, you don't want to shoot yourselves in the foot, um, but business is changing. And that's basically what happened back in, in 2003. The, the, the middleman was forcibly cut out because of the isolation. Uh, we are going through for the first time now in South Africa, what China went through back in 2002, three because of the SARS pandemic. That pandemic changed the, the consumer buying habits uh, and it's, it's remained changed um, since 2002 in China. Uh, I mean, I don't know what the percentage is, but a massive percentage of their, their purchasing is all online now. The online um, purchasing to buy that they developed in 2002-03 uh, in, in 2017 turned over 3 trillion uh, yuan, whatever their currency is. That's a heck of a lot of money that they turned over all via online sales. And so if you haven't got an online platform, uh, I would encourage you, if, if your business, you know, is conducive to being online, that you you look at that, you build that, you develop that. Uh, you know, if you are involved in sales, depending which industry you're in, who knows when the, the stores that sell your product, if you are a, a selling product, who knows when those stores will open again. It might only be in three, four months' time. You can't wait three or four months' time for them to open to start selling your product. You've got to keep moving product, and that means that you might have to go directly to the consumer. Um, who knows if the, your, your, your corporate um, customers who are the, the resellers, uh, who knows if they might liquidate or close. So you, you cannot rely on them being the future of, of your business. Um, and so wherever possible, uh, innovate and go directly to the consumer, I think is where the, the business world is going to be moving when it comes to, to retail here in South Africa. Obviously, uh, this is the first time we're facing this type of lockdown, but I, I anticipate that our, our purchasing trends will move online and will remain online uh, for the foreseeable future. So if you've got product to sell, look into options like uh, one day only, do a deal with them, uh, find ways to get your product out there if you are selling uh, product. Yeah, enough on, on that. Uh, another story just to encourage you with, so a cosmetic company, I won't pronounce the Chinese name, uh, but based in Wuhan, just now when the, the, the coronavirus broke out in, in Wuhan, uh, they what they did was they, they moved a, 100 of their employees, they had about 100 employees, who used to be uh, in stores selling uh, cosmetics and makeup. Instead of just closing down and saying, all right, well, we'll have to wait until uh, retail stores open again, they transitioned all of their sales team, 100 odd people, to online using WeChat. It's their equivalent of, of WhatsApp. They grew their sales by 200% on the same month last year by moving everything online to WhatsApp. And, and so let's not just, you know, think, all right, well, everything's closed. I can't continue with business. No, let's find innovative ways to continue. And, uh, and I think those of us that can find innovative ways to continue will we'll be seeing growth like this cosmetic company saw 
um, now in, in February, I think it was. Um, two more stories to, to encourage you with. Uh, Bill Johnson has shared these stories. If you've done BSM with us, you might have you might remember them, but it's worth recalling them. And, and, and Bill Johnson shares the story of uh, someone who, well, a, a couple that, that were running a, a wood varnish company. And, uh, and their heart was to develop a, a natural wood varnish that would be as good as the, the chemical-based wood varnishes. And they'd been experimenting with different scientific formulas to try and develop this natural varnish. Uh, and they'd been praying, seeking the Lord, and, and uh, their heart was to be, be more involved in, in ministry, uh, more so than just business. Anyway, beside the point. Uh, the one morning, the, the wife of the couple woke up, and, and this is the story as I heard it. She, she finds in front of her this little note hovering in front of her. She, she grabs and looks at it, and there's a bunch of numbers and letters written on this little kind of post-it note. She's obviously like freaked out. What is going on? Phones her husband, and I think she might have had a dream as well. I don't have all the details 100% but phones her husband and says, the strangest thing happened. I woke up, I saw this kind of post-it note with a handwritten um, thing written on it with a bunch of uh, kind of numbers and letters. And the husband says, well, well, read it to me. She reads it and says, this sounds like a formula. He goes and experiments. That was the formula for natural-based wood varnish that was as good as the oil-based ones. Uh, ended up completely changing their business. Uh, they, they were able to... I think get a manager involved, the business went crazy, and they were able to then self-fund themselves and go and do world missions for, for the rest of their life, being funded by this, this idea that God had given them, or this, this formula that God gave them. And that's just, it's bizarre. It's crazy. Um, another story is, is the, the modern bow, you know, like a, a bow and arrow. Uh, the design of the modern bow came from a believer, uh, again, a, a guy who was who was praying and saying, God, there's a better way to, to design this bow. And again, God gave a divine blueprint of the design to, to have the modern bow where, if I understand it correctly, when, when you pull back, you pull back with double the force instead of the old traditional bow because of the, the leveraging and whatever the design in, in the modern bow. And so God gave the design of what we now know as the modern bow to an individual, and again, also completely radically transformed uh, the business and everything uh, that, that he was doing because God gave an innovative idea. And so God has done this before, and let's be, let's be trusting and anticipating that God is going to be doing this for us, not just for other, other believers, but that we will be people who will innovate and who will change the business uh, world in these days as God gives us ideas. All right, point number six is uh, know when to change course. So if you're, if you're facing something that just doesn't seem like it, it has a future in it, uh, again, like we mentioned earlier, get counsel, get input, get wisdom from, from others, make a decision. Don't keep sailing your boat into the middle of a storm if you can avoid it. If it means that one of your, your products has to, has to come to an end, bring it to an end, if one of your strategies or or business lines needs to come to an end, bring it to an end. Uh, you know, we hope not, but if your business 
is looking like there's absolutely no hope, encourage you, get some input from others, but rather end that course now than continue and get you, find yourself in, in three months' time in, in a pile of, of massive debt. Um, so let's not just continue doing what we did yesterday because that's what we know. No, we need to hold up everything and say, God, give us wisdom, give us guidance, uh, that if it is time to change course, uh, that we do that sooner rather than later, that you don't find yourself uh, sailing into the midst of a, a massive storm that you then can't get out of. Final point, uh, and this is also on the, the, the document that, that I'll be sharing with you guys now, is continue to give. I think as business people, uh, you know, as the scripture says, it's better to give than to receive. And so let's continue to, to live generous lives where, where we are um, generous to, to one another, generous to the Lord, uh, generous to, to um, you know, NGOs, charities who, who you've supported in the past. Let's continue to, wherever possible, uh, be generous in, in giving to others. So uh, those are the seven thoughts to encourage you guys with. Um, I think it's probably going to be difficult to, to answer questions. John, are you, are you still with us? I don't know if you've got any thoughts, but, but I think uh, maybe we want to end off in, in prayer. Um, and, and we just want to take some time to pray for you guys. Good. Yeah, um, really so good to be on this call. And, um, you know, we, we're a, a, a people who look for the things of the Spirit and we look for the language of the Spirit and we look for, for things that the Lord brings across our path to encourage us. And uh, on your screen, you'll see Cliff and Trish, who today celebrate their 50th wedding anniversary. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the faithfulness of God right there. And uh, you guys are looking good. We love you guys. You're amazing. Still doing business. Um, the Lord's still got many good things for you. And, um, but, but the, the thing of 50 representing Jubilee and where the Lord does the reset and there's the cancellation of debts. And so why, why don't we just receive that as a prophetic as a prophetic sign for us as a business community that the Lord is wanting to do things above and beyond and, uh, and the release of, of Jubilee and the reset and, um, and, and every resource that we have need of. So we say, thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your kindness, that your faithfulness is shown not just in the good times, but you can use each and every circumstance and situation of life to show yourself faithful because who you are in your nature transcends the temporary circumstances of life. We thank you that you showed yourself to be the most powerful to your people when you brought them out of bondage through the 10 miracles, through supernatural um, wonders in Egypt, and you brought your people out through the Passover, you opened the Red Sea, you brought them into the Promised Land, and you provided for millions of people on a daily basis the bread of heaven, manna, 
water from the rock. Thank you that you are our rock. No matter if we're going through the wilderness, you will take care of us, you will provide for us, and you will be our defender, you will be our shield. And not only that, but you are our great reward. So I'm asking, Lord, for each one who's part of this forum, that you would release your favor on our finances, on our business, and that you would bring us to the place of increase. We thank you for a time of jubilee and the cancellation of debt. We thank you, Lord, that you use this to accelerate us and advance us. So I thank you, Lord, for each, each one on this group. We ask for blessing. We ask, Lord, for your leading and your guiding each step of the way. You said you'd never leave us nor forsake us, that we as sons and daughters are led by the Spirit. Holy Spirit, lead us and guide us as we navigate through this wilderness period. We thank you, Lord, that the promised land is where we're heading and that you are faithful and you will bring us through and deliver us into the promised land. So thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah and amen.